everybody, and welcome back to Trophy Talk. This is episode 22 of the bi-weekly trophy hunting podcast here on Apple Podcasts and, of course, SoundCloud. I'm one of your hosts, as always, Colin Colhoven, joined by Eli Downing and Daryl Fuimano. But today, we have a, another special guest, uh, Ben, Eli's brother, also known as B-Down in the Discord. So, welcome, and how's everybody doing this morning? We're doing great over here. Yeah, little technical issues getting set up, but... Yeah, we got it. We're here. <laughs> it wouldn't be a trophy talk episode without some sort of technical difficulty at some point. Yeah, so. that's true. Mm-hmm. It's par for the course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Daryl, you're <laughs> squatting from what I understand, right? Not over a toilet, but you're squatting. In the <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm sitting in my empty kitchen floor at my old place right now. Oh, man. How's that going? Feels good? <laughs> No, it's hella cold. Oh no! I should have brought a blanket to sit on, but um, I wanted to make sure I got here on time to kind of make sure we didn't have any issues. And of course, <laughs> we did have some technical issues this morning, but we got that squared away. Yep, indeed. Well, appreciate you uh, taking the trip over to your old place. Obviously, uh, you had moved pretty recently, so getting your internet access has been a little bit troublesome, from what I understand. So, again, thanks for making the journey to your old apartment and joining us and of course uh you know ben be down you're from far away so thanks for joining i know you're not here specifically for this but uh good to have you on the show and thanks for having me yeah happy holidays everybody um we're coming up on the you know the christmas time frame here and uh hanukkah has been ongoing and you know everything like that so happy holidays to everybody nice couple Mm -hmm. weeks off for most of us here from work so it should be a nice relaxing time playing some games drinking hot cocoa you know, maybe I'll spike it a bit. I don't know if everyone else will, but it'll be good. Yeah, speaking of the the holidays mm-hmm. and, and drinking stuff. Oh, boy. I kind of wanted to get your guys' hot take on eggnog. Mm-hmm. Is it a go-to drink during the holidays? Is it something you spike? Or is it not something you can stomach? This is a good question. <laughs> this is a good question indeed. I'll start off and say I hate eggnog. And oh! uh, I don't, That's... an eggy drink is just not something I'm, I'm into in, uh, as a premise, you know, like those bodybuilders, they'll just crack an egg into their like orange juice or whatever. And they're like, woo, you know, like, their <laughs> 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 like, that's not really, uh, not really my jam. So I don't like it that much. Um, I haven't tried it in probably like a year or two years now. Like I tried it again a couple of Christmases ago just to see if my taste had changed and it hadn't. And I was like, all right, well, I'm not touching that again. So, mm. yeah, but Stephanie buys it to have, and she'll spike it with, like, some butter, butterscotch schnapps or something like that. Um, mm. So, yeah, it's a little bit of a mixed bag in my household. I will say I have cracked an egg straight down my gullet, and I got really sick. <laughs> Why the hell did you do that? It's <laughs> uh, a long story, but I did it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave and I'm it pretty sure I got that, like, salmonella or whatever it's called. I was really sick. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. But I do like area. eggnog. You do? Eggnog is, yeah. I really enjoy it. But it has a lot of carbs, so I don't drink it as much these days. But back in the back in the good old days, you know, me and B-Down had a fight over the last drop of eggnog. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. I also love it. I would think they should sell it year-round, honestly. That's my hot take, I guess. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's good. Two ends of the spectrum here. You know, I think it should be burned. All of it should be thrown into a pile and burned. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like that kind of adds a couple points to the your, your psychopathic scale. But 
I I would agree, but so far I'm pretty low, <laughs> right? Because like, yeah. there's no ketchup on eggs. I'm not squatting yeah. over the toilet. Yeah, you know, uh, you're doing pretty good. I'm We're gonna have to get Daryl's take. See if he tips the scale here into mm -hmm. to the extreme realm. <laughs> I'll say I'm probably right in the middle. I only had it like two or three times. Didn't really care for it. But I might drink it this year because my wife did buy some from Trader Joe's. I think it's already spiked. Oh, so I'm free spiked. I might have to do. Yeah, I might have to go and buy one that's not spiked at all, just to do a fair comparison. Oh yeah, so yeah. I think I'll it's pretty gross. My... Spike. Oh really? I did. Okay, I also yeah, spiked not... it myself, so it was probably extremely <laughs> overloaded. <laughs> it's also like, what did you spike it with? You know, if you're like, I'm gonna put tequila in yeah. my egg. Captain Morgan, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's no good. Hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe so I'll try it again. Yeah, yeah, I think maybe I it's a maybe it's a East Coast, uh, you know, Polish or whatever the Polish. the main descendants over there are. We're mostly. <laughs> Polish, I guess. I don't know. Polish and German. Yeah. You're largely European, basically. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Interesting. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Um, I'd be curious, too, because, like, one of the main things you hear with alcohol is that, like, what you're not supposed to mix it with is dairy, right? Because that'll fuck up your stomach. So mm. then you have this thing where it's a tradition to spike a very dairy-heavy dish or drink. You know, it's like, this seems strange. How is this working? That's That's daring. It's oh ho, ho, yes, it is. <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to. I'll have to check it out again. Like I said, Stephanie did buy some, so we have some here. My parents always buy some. Um, I'll just do a couple sips. I'll try a small amount, you know, and then go from there. But something tells me I'll just end up having wine on Christmas or something like that, or coffee. I don't know. I could drink yeah. coffee all day. So, yeah, something tells me I'm going to have coffee on Christmas. Probably <laughs> that I have it every single day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know what it is, but something yeah. crazy. <laughs> Very good. Well, are you, is everyone all ready for the holidays? How are you guys doing on your presents and procurement of gifts and stuff like that? Everyone feeling good? I'm about done. Nice. I still have a few nah. more things to wrap. Yeah, I suck at wrapping things. That's my what I got to do now. <laughs> It's like yeah, you'd rather just cool. not wrap it for me. Like it, it's gonna look way yeah. worse if I try to put it in some wrapping paper. <laughs> so can I just hand you the gift? <laughs> That's why you it's just like, have to buy the bag. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's more yeah. uh, eco-friendly as well because you can reuse that. So yeah, yeah, the way to go, hundred percent. Next year, when they give you a pre Christmas present, they'll probably give you in the same bag you gave it their president. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'll get it right back. <laughs> That is a thing in my household that's like my parents will just scratch out the names that were on the tags for those bags previously mm. and just write new ones under it. But it's kind of yeah. hard because sometimes they forget to do it and it's like, wait, who is this gift from? And like, who is it for? And like, they don't even remember. And so <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, it's a bit confusing. We're still using the same uh, Boskov boxes from back when we were two and yeah. three years old. We're getting the same. I think they went out boxes. of business like 20 years ago. That's pretty rad, though. Nice tradition yeah. to keep going. Mm -hmm. um, so we did have... <clears throat> wow, my voice got really weird there. Sorry, boys. Hoo, hoo, hoo. Uh, so <laughs> we did have Ben on the show today to uh, talk about a special 
uh, little topic and discussion here, and I don't want to introduce it too much for him. And Eli, obviously, you're his brother, so I'll let you guys kind of intro and talk about the the pre-topic of the show before we get into the main topic of the show, which to give a little uh, little preview of is basically going to be our trophy hunt of the year discussion in addition to what we've been playing as always. So we'll get to that in a bit. But for now, let's start out with something a little special for the holiday season. So go ahead and intro and take it away, boys. Okay, so we are, uh, you know, Trophy Talk podcast. We have a little niche type of way to game in getting trophies that, you know, not everybody does. Mm -hmm. And my brother's not, you know, specifically into trophies, but he is in his own little niche with speedrunning. Nice. And it's quite into that. So I was going to ask him, since we're doing our trophy hunts of the year, kind of hear about his uh, speed run of the year, if he had any. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, since I know you talked about watching GDQ to go to bed, <laughs> I figured <laughs> you guys would have some questions as well about the speed running community and, you know, that that sort of thing. Yes. Absolutely. And to be clear, uh, it's not because it's boring that I watch it to go to bed. <laughs> um, you beat me to the punch. I was just about to, to get all angry. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, I definitely don't find it boring. Um, it's mostly just with some games that I don't have any context to. It's like hearing, it's basically like hearing a tutorial for something you know nothing about. And for whatever reason, it helps me just kind of focus on like the background noise of it and not pay too much attention because. If I put on a game that I know really well, like a Resident Evil speedrun or like a Halo speedrun, I end up watching like the whole thing. And it's like, all mm-hmm. right, well, that didn't work for going to sleep. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. anyway. But yeah, Ben, how did you, you know, tell us a little bit more about how you got into it, I would say, right off the bat. And, um, you know, kind of your experience with speedrunning and just kind of your general overview right now. And then we all we had some questions we wanted to ask as well, but just kind of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Um, yes, I mean. I technically kind of started a long time ago, back in like 2006, 2007, but I took a long break. So my history is, is actually pretty short. It was only like a couple of years of actual like speed running. But back in like 2006, uh, I was really into this game called uh, James Bond Agent Under Fire. It was the, the game before Nightfire. It might, I forget if it's the game after Goldeneye or there were some games in between, but Mm, okay. I just, I just, for whatever it was, it wasn't like a game of the year, best game of all time, but I just, you know, got, got bitten by, by it or something and just played the hell out of it. Uh, and like, once I got all the trophies, you know, all the like unlocks and everything in the game, I just like look for what's next and decided to like start, it has a timer at the end of each level. So I just tried to start beating each level as quickly as possible. And then like started like searching around online, trying to find like other people who were doing it. And there were only like, there's like one other person in the world who was playing it <laughs> uh but you know we ended up like gets like beating a lot of records and stuff like that for each levels and and like just kind of like lowering each each level over time for like a couple months and then i think by like 2007 i was pretty much done with it uh, and then definitely by the time i went to college in 2008 i, I completely stopped uh, and then Last year, I was just kind of like looking for something to fill time, and luckily the pandemic happened this year, so I've had plenty of free time. But yeah, um, true. Just I decided to pick up a GoldenEye for the N64 because I had an N64 on hand and GoldenEye that we had since we were kids, and I, I remember finding GoldenEye speedruns back in the day as well, and looking at them, be like, man, those look 
way way better than what I was doing in Agent <laughs> Under Fire at the time. At least that's how I felt. Just so I decided to try to like actually give it a shot this time and been doing that for about a year or so. Oh, awesome. So the Agent Under Fire was the first one you were playing, you said correct? Yeah. Okay. And then going to the like a... was that like a big transition in terms of the size of the community because from my understanding like and i don't know a ton about <clears throat> goldeneye speedruns but it seems like a pretty popular uh game and one that like has been around in terms of like leaderboards and stuff for a while so was that a big shift for you in like community size and like competition and stuff like that when you changed to that oh game? yeah 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 and not just that i mean speedrunning in general it was hardly a thing in 2006 there was no twitch i mean there wasn't even Justin TV, it might have existed, but like it wasn't a thing really. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Uh, speedrun.com didn't exist. So I think we were on like this other website, like CyberScore uh, or something, which had like no proof standard. Like all of my times, I, I, I they're legit. Like I got them, but I have no proof because I didn't, there were no capture cards. I mean, they existed, but they weren't cheap or right. like easy. Um, so like, yeah, there was like no videos of anything. It was basically you know, maybe a picture of, of uh, the final screen, you know, with the time on it. Mm-hmm. Um, the one other guy who was fairly active at the time did actually have a, a full game run that had a video and it was hosted on Speed Demos Archive, which was probably like the only real speedrunning site at the time. Yeah. Aside from like a few others, like, like the Elite, which is where GoldenEye and Perfect Dark are. That's been around since the 90s, but that's, you know, it's rare for communities like that to have their own website. For sure. Um, so, yeah, like, there's just, the community is much bigger. There's just, like, way more infrastructure, I guess. There's, like, more websites, like, stuff like Twitch. All that stuff didn't exist back in the day, so mm-hmm. it's cool to, like, I can just go to Twitch right now, and I guarantee you there's probably somebody speedrunning GoldenEye right now. Like, any hour of the day, you can probably find someone. Yeah, it is pretty incredible really cool. how popular it's become um i mean i've stumbled onto gdq i think in like 2014 or something like that and mm-hmm. even just seeing their marathons get bigger and bigger and obviously their donate their like total cumulative donations per event just seems to keep growing and uh you know the production levels are going up and like everything about it just seems to be a lot more polished so yeah it's really cool to see people's interest in it because i think it's pretty awesome personally and uh, yeah. I don't know, Eli and Daryl, if you guys spend a lot of time watching speedruns, but I've always advocated that for certain trophy lists, it's actually pretty helpful to watch a speedrun of the game uh, because you can learn strategies that will help you beat sections really quickly and uh, maybe like different routes through games that you hadn't thought of to really cut down your time if you're doing multiple playthroughs or something like that. So I think it's pretty helpful and cool to watch, but I don't know. Yeah, I think depending yeah. on the, the trophy uh the game and the and the trophy list it's helpful like i i've I've definitely watched some for bloodborne when i was going for that second run but the uh i'm the type to pick every single thing up that i don't need on the map and like (laughs) uncover all the corners of the map so like at least as you know as the first run goes i I do the complete opposite and spend as much time in as, as I can, waste as much time in the in the world as I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for first run throughs, I agree. <clears throat> this is more for like, oh, I need to beat Resident Evil six times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to finish this yeah. trophy list. So by the time I get to this fifth run, which is actually also tied to a timer, I need to beat it in less than three hours. Like, why don't mm-hmm. I look at a speed run and it'll help me figure out how to do it? For sure. I'm not an RE guy, so I can't speak to that. 
Yeah, because you're a loser. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. What about you, Daryl? Here drinking my eggnog. Yep. <laughs> What's your experience with speedruns? Have you watched them for games that you've played in the past, or what about anything like that? I've generally never liked speedruns. Um, they add too much stress and anxiety for me. <laughs> uh, I, I, the worst case I had was when I played Siphon Filter back on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a couple time missions where I think that was like my first experience with speedruns or like trying to get to an area before like the bomb detonated, something like that. And I really didn't like it. I absolutely hated it. So every game that had like a time mission or beat the game in, in a certain time, it was one thing that I did not enjoy a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, in the trophy um, atmosphere, you know, I, I love watching people kind of show different routes and um, things you can do to help you save time that I never really thought of, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting to like it a little bit more. Uh, I have played a few games this year that had speedrun trophies. So that's starting to kind of lighten, like, you know, my position on speedrunning. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's really cool that people are finding ways to, to help other people kind of, like, get through these games quicker. Because, like you said, uh, Resident Evil, notorious for multiple playthroughs. So by the by the end of, like, how many playthroughs you needed to do to complete the trophy list, five or six playthroughs, you, you kind of want to just get through it right away and not spend so much time, so... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, very cool. Well, I did have a couple more. Go ahead. They still are relatively difficult for me because I get very stressed out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because you don't watch them. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, that's fair, Daryl. They are stressful to some extent. I mean, I've personally not dabbled in other than going for trophies, like trying to speedrun a game necessarily. Um, except for I did get really into Dark Souls 1 back on the 360, and I had a couple friends and I who spent the afternoon basically giving ourselves 15 minutes each, and then we would restart the game and just pass the controller to the next person and see how far we could get in 15 minutes, um, which is obviously not how it's done on a more, like, professional or, like, you know, realistic level with, like, splits and stuff like that, but it was just a kind of fun way to see where we could get in the game, so that was pretty cool. But yeah, definitely stressful where it's like, you know, if you mess up on something and you lose like two seconds, it's like, all right, well, I should probably just restart. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. like, <laughs> so how does... I can't believe the people that do like the super long ones. Right. Like mm-hmm. uh, anything over, I don't know, like 30 minutes, at least to me, is just like, ah, it's too much stress. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I think the, uh, and Ben, you can speak to this, but I would assume that the level of forgiveness goes up in longer games because there's more opportunities to make up that lost time like later yeah. on right? unless it's really unless it's a really optimized game mm-hmm. like like i was thinking like super mario 64 the 120 star runs those are always amazing to see because they're long mm-hmm. and you have to be at, like a really high level of performance like the whole run like mm-hmm. and talking about stress i couldn't imagine being at that like final bowser fight on a world record pace yeah you know <laughs> After yeah, however many runs those guys do, that's that's probably the hardest game out there to to run. Yeah, it's certainly at, at, the at most optimized that I've seen. Um, yeah, but Goldeneye is pretty pretty optimized as well, isn't it? Yeah, although most most players do uh, what we call ILs or individual levels. Right. So 
Goldeneye, like a lot of the James Bond games, I don't know why they seem to do it as a franchise over others, but they a lot of them have timers at the end of the level, and that's what people use. So okay, um, we don't actually like it's not timed in real time, um, and it's usually just one level. So most of the speed runs are like the shortest are like fifteen seconds, and the longest are like four minutes. So oh my gosh, wow, much shorter than like an hour and a half. So like I got a lot of respect for the people who can spend an hour and a half doing a speed run at like that level of play because mm-hmm. it's that takes a lot of commitment. Yeah, for sure. How did you end up settling on um, like the GoldenEye and like the 007 franchise? Was that just kind of like what you had in terms of your N64 games that were available to you? Or was that one that like you played it so much when you were younger and like, you know, just enjoyed the game a lot that you're like, I'm going to try to really optimize it for myself? Yeah, I, it was definitely a little bit of both of those. Um, you know, like I started speed running with another James Bond game. And then when I was thinking about like picking it up, like picking up speedrunning again, I, I happened to have Goldeneye handy. And it's just, you know, it's a classic game that I played a lot as a kid. And I thought it'd be, be fun to like get good at it mm-hmm. <laughs> and, sure. and try, try some speedrunning, see how it went. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a fun game. It can be, it can certainly be challenging and frustrating at times, but it's a, it's a fun game. I'd, I'd say it's a good game to speedrun. Hmm. Okay. Speaking of uh, world record pace and our trophy hunts of the year, <clears throat> did you, didn't you uh, obtain a world record for the in, for uh, Goldeneye? Not in Goldeneye, not okay. yet. So I mean, they they used to have these uh, four world records called the Boring Four because everybody would get them. It would be like your first four world records. Okay. And then in like 2018, started like what late 2018 and 2019. Wow, this one guy basically tried to make it his mission to beat all the four of those times. So and he beat three out of the four. And then the fourth one was finally beaten earlier this year. So now none of those are world records anymore. And I got two of them, but neither of those are world records anymore. They're both uh, second place times. Well, one's a second place time. One's like a fourth place time. So. Hmm. Yeah, when you have, I'm sure, a lot of people running the game, the records probably don't last a super long amount of time, at least if it's a really active community. I don't know. I've, I've yeah. seen some of those like summoning salt videos where it's like sometimes those records seem like they last for couple years even and then a lot of times it's like they're changing even on like a monthly level or basis so yeah yeah it really depends like earlier this year there was a new strategy discovered on on a level in goldeneye and the record went down like four seconds or three seconds in like a matter of a a month Mm -hmm. which is like three seconds in goldeneye is a really big deal um right so it was basically like a gold rush like everyone was streaming it like every day trying to get the new the new record because like the new this like it was basically a new route through the level because it's like a big open field and like a, a new optimization was found and it was like a mad mad rush to try to get the new record yeah and there's still some some time save out there but it's just kind of stopped for now <clears throat> you know but yeah it's interesting yeah that's really cool um i did have a couple other questions i think we all had a few other things that we wanted to ask pertaining to speedruns. Um, mm-hmm. Anyone want to go first, or do you, do you care if I ask one of the one of the questions, or how do you guys want to do this? Go for it. Okay, so my question was in relation to the splits that are for speedruns. Um, so I know it sounds like for uh, 007 and GoldenEye that it's more like IL, so individual levels, and those timers are at the end screen there. But for a lot of longer games that I've seen speedruns for, it's like there's these auto splitters that just kind of 
you know, know and they'll timestamp different like parts of the game. It's basically how you compare yourself to your previous runs, right? So is it like mm -hmm. the streamers themselves are making those auto splitters or is there someone in the community that's done that and like everyone uses the same thing or like how does that work? Uh, for the auto splitters, I think that's a, a community thing. Like mm -hmm. I know, I think the, the one they used for Super Mario 64 was like somebody's project where they were trying to learn uh, like machine learning and they used it. They were like, I think, look at the video screen mm -hmm. and can tell like when things are happening and then use that to auto split. But oh, I don't know. I don't think most communities have something that fancy. Um, yeah. So I, I think most most streamers, they just like they make their own splits and they just split whenever like is the best for them. Mm -hmm. Like there, are, we do use some splits in Goldeneye. Like there are RTA or you know real time runs, right. which is like a full game run, and people will typically have their own splits for that. And you know, you can split, like, after you finish a level or, like, when the next, like, right after you start the next level while you're waiting for it to load. So you might even see some, like, variation mm -hmm. there. And some people might split every level. Some people might split every, like, three or four levels. You know, it really just depends. Interesting. Okay. Like, cool. if you split every level, you'll get, like, a long list. But if you want to have, like, a little short thing of splits, then you only want to have, like, three or four, and they, they just split every few levels. Right, right. Maybe like after you get past a particularly troll level where you have to reset all the time <laughs> uh, because you don't want to have to keep splitting and then up and reset again. So they just wait until after you get past there and then you split. Right. Cool. User discretion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I guess if you struggle with a particular part more than others, maybe you'll want to split after it because up to that point, you don't know if you have a good run or not. <laughs> You're like, exactly. Yeah. I got to get past this section that always gives me some headaches. Hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Daryl, did you have a, a question you wanted to ask as well? Yeah. Um, would you say your speed running background is what kind of helped you win Fall Mountain? Oh! Fall <laughs> <laughs> I think I had, I had a good coach, but possibly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's trying, me. Trying to take some optimal, <laughs> optimal routes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, Eli was definitely giving me the, uh, the meta hints while <laughs> we were doing it, so that helped for sure. That's pretty cool. And if you're interested in seeing that speed run, it's on my YouTube channel, Narshredder13. <laughs> With one D. That's what Fall Guys is. It's yeah. just speed running, you know, yeah. at scale. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I always liked the race levels in that game the most compared to, like, the other mini games and stuff like that. Because Oh, yeah, big time. I really felt like you could mm -hmm. practice and get better at those where the others were just, like, so fucking random, you know? Like, oh, this person stole my golden egg. Now I lose yeah. the last time, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course, there's strategies to do better in those, too, but it's just not as... Um, I prefer, like, having the responsibility on a personal level versus, like, a team thing in that game. Yeah. So, I like the, having the mechanical, like, I don't know, the advantage, basically, or, you know. Yep. If your mechanical skills are good, you'll do better. Yep, exactly. And that's, I'm better at that, so of course I like it. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I like to win. For sure. Yeah, I'm curious, like, when you play other games now, you know, like, newer games and stuff like that, does you, do you, like, do your mind, does your, I can't talk, does your mind automatically start to, like, do ideal pathing through levels? Like, do you, like, naturally try to just beat them quickly? Or is it really only with the game, like, Goldeneye or whatever, that you focus on that, and otherwise you play games pretty normally? Uh, it probably depends on the game. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, for example, The Witness is a game that I've played through multiple times. Um, and I've, I've thought about maybe speedrunning it, like, learning the route, because I don't know, like, the optimal route through the through the game. Mm -hmm. But 
I have kind of done after like I finished it 100% the first time uh, I tried to I've done it like two or three more times since where I just sat down and then try to do like a I called it like a casual speed run where I would just try to 100% the whole game in a, in like a day uh, just by trying to remember everything but it was certainly not optimized and it was just more fun but most games like man I'm, I'm pretty bad about playing new games like I've got a huge backlog like all of you guys <laughs> it's <laughs> um, the common theme um, but as sometimes as I'm playing through games, I do think like, would this be fun game to learn, you know, or, or could I, could I see myself like putting in a lot of time playing this mm-hmm. uh, to, to get, to get better at it? That's cool. Yeah. How about Daryl? Want to speed run the witness? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> the speed runs of that game are ridiculous. I would definitely recommend watching them if you don't mind getting the whole game spoiled for you. Um, yeah well i'm never gonna I play it the, so I'm, i might check one yeah. out yeah <laughs> the the any percent record is like 15 minutes it's absurd like jesus because wow. in that game you can solve puzzles from like any distance as long as it's like on the screen and you can move the mouse precisely enough to mm. to solve it so like they're solving puzzles like on the other side of buildings it's, it's crazy it's, it's yeah you just gotta see it to believe it pretty much <laughs> damn that's pretty cool I mean, I think if anything, I would want to at some point maybe try to do a, a Resident Evil run. I'm not sure which game in that series yet, or like a Halo easy run. Because <laughs> like mm. I've beaten Halo on obviously the whole series on Legendary, but speedrunning on Legendary is just a whole other animal compared to on easy. Because it becomes a lot more about, you know, combat than obviously easy, which is a lot more about your movement and, you know, tricks and stuff like that. So we will see yeah. at some point. Maybe I'll check it out. Now you mentioned your backlog. Are there any games in there that you're probably going to speed run at some point in the future? Besides The Witness, there's probably not anything I can think of. Um, I thought about maybe trying to learn Mirror's Edge, but I've watched speedruns of that as well. And like the move, like the movement they have to do in that game is so crazy. Uh, like they all these like tricks that you do to like cancel out moves, and like you can like just hop through the air, but but you have to do really precise tricks to do it. Mm-hmm. And and that that didn't look like super fun to me. I just always liked Mirror's Edge because of the way the movement was so like fluid, and you'd have to like chain stuff together, and it just didn't look like something I would I really liked. But and then the speed run takes out that movement. Yeah, the game. yeah. <laughs> like they just skip it all by yeah. like hopping over the wall and going to the other side. I don't know. It, it does it does look pretty cool, but it looks really hard. I guess. Um, yeah, a lot of really precise inputs. <laughs> yeah, just any other games I've I've played like. I thought about Mario Kart 64 because I do have that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, probably, I, I've actually thought about that more. Hot Wheels Turbo Racing, which is Ooh, for the N64. That was a banger. Because that's a, it was just a, yeah, another game that I played a lot as a kid and I just really liked it. And I, it's a racing game. So, like, the speed run is basically just do all the races. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there aren't really any tricks, um, but it's a fun game and I wouldn't mind, like, playing it a bunch. So. That's cool. And it probably has. Like, my thing is, I'd want to almost pick a game. I know I said RE and Halo, which are huge games, but it might be kind of fun to pick one that doesn't have, like, a massive speedrunning presence in community because you could really be, like, the one to, like, route it and kind of, you know, set a bunch of the initial records and be like, I'm out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, that's cool. Yeah, it has a handful of runs on speedrun.com, but I think, like, the world record is pretty far ahead of, like, second place, so maybe I could get in second pretty easily, but... For Hot Wheels? Yeah. I think so. Okay. I'd have to go look again. It's been a while since I've checked, but I was looking into it at one point. Yeah. That's yeah awesome. Any game you enjoy playing, I think, is a fun speed run. Yeah, I guess it, that's the, the real kicker, right? You have to like playing it a, a ton, obviously, because you're going to be restarting it and playing through it like thousands of times. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. 
Very cool. What are your um, favorite games to watch speedruns on? If you like, is it necessarily yeah. the ones that you play as well, or is it like, like you mentioned Mario 64, stuff like that? Any other ones that you're like, oh, I'll always check out a new record for that? Yeah, I mean, I generally watch, I'll try to tune into like GoldenEye stuff, mostly because like I, I know a lot of the people who play it, you know, it's a, we have a Discord which is pretty active. So like we're, we all kind of know each other. And and like I said, somebody's like almost always streaming it, so it's really easy to just watch. So I, and I do enjoy watching it as well. It's it's a fun game to watch. It's very chill because it's a lot of resetting and the runs are short. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's Super Mario sixty four is just always fun to watch because the movement is is pretty amazing, at the, especially at the top levels. Yeah. Um, and whenever somebody gets on like a record, uh, or like record pace, it's always really um, really hype. Um, Mm-hmm. And this year has been has been pretty amazing for Super Mario 64 as well. Like three records this year alone, which is insane for a game like that optimized. And that's just one twenty star. I know the other categories have been have done well also. Yeah, it's wild. Blew up this year, huh? Yeah, it was like a big big deal, right? Yeah, I mean, it started in January with that the break the record event, yep. which was really cool. That was really cool to see. Like everyone, uh, you know, some of the top. SM64 runners like do other stuff as well. And one of them is also in the elite community. So like everybody was following that as well because he was there. And it was just really cool to watch watch somebody you know like compete at that level and and then to see Cheese set the new record was was also pretty remarkable. Been a crazy year. Yeah, I did watch that run of his from uh from that event. It's pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, it's a good idea to like pull everyone together to see if they can cumulatively beat it you know, beat the record if they, like, focus on it for a few days and put all their time to it. It's a nice idea. I think they were doing one for Dark Souls as well. I'm not positive. But, yeah. Either way, pretty yeah, sweet. that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Love to see more stuff like that, where especially, like, that had a prize pool, which is pretty rare. Like, even even though speedrunning is really popular now, there's still, like, it's not really, like, a, a career or anything unless you're, like, really, really big. Yeah. You I know. don't, like, Cheese is sponsored by CLG or something, right? Yeah, I know he's got sponsors, and he's—I mean—he could make money off, living off just streaming to Twitch. I'm sure, right? From, like his right. subs and donations, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, most people, unless you're like like a top ten player at like a, a really popular game, you're probably not going to have a hard time, you know, getting like a big following. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Some of the best GoldenEye players could probably make a living on Twitch, but it's hard. I don't think any of them really stream regularly enough mm-hmm. um, to do it. Yeah, it is very like niche, but I do think it's breaking more into the the mainstream. So maybe we'll see more sponsorships, or I don't know. I like your, mm-hmm. like you said that point of having a prize pool, like even having like a tournament over a weekend or something like that would be a pretty cool idea. Obviously, post COVID or something like that, when there's a way that we can do those types of events again. Um, but I guess one of the benefits is like you know, gaming stuff hasn't really been impacted that much this year because we can do so much of it just online so a lot of the esports that i follow haven't really had any issues continuing this year with uh with covid going on so we shall see we shall see um anyone have any other questions to ask about the the speedrunning god here that we have with us (laughs) (laughs) the money anything else that you wanted to to ask any prying questions oh i did have one (laughs) sorry (laughs) He's cold. He's laying down on his kitchen floor, <laughs> huddled up in a ball. <laughs> yeah, are there, like, any games out there at the moment that are, like, hands-off, like, that's absolutely too hard to get, like, a speed run time in? Or 
Is there anything like that out there in the community? You mean like like getting a world record, or, or just is... nobody even wants to speed run them? Yeah, hmm. like nobody I don't wants to anything touch like that. it at all. I know. It almost seems there... like every game. Uh huh. There are games that take like actual weeks. I forget. There's this one game. I, I don't know if you guys know Easyscape. He also makes speedrunning content like Summoning Salt, and he has a video on like top 10 longest speedruns or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's some game that requires you to like have two weeks of time pass in the game, like in real time to, for like this. I, I forget what it is. It's like something that has to hatch basically, and it takes two weeks of you like actually having the game running. So it takes two weeks to play. Holy cow. Damn. A two week like, speed run. Wow. Yeah. You have to reset after that. And you're like, all right, well. <laughs> I, I think I think I don't even know how they do it. Like if they just play through most of the game and then just let it sit there. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I know people do do it. So like it's it's not that nobody's doing it, but I wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds that sounds awful. <laughs> there are some some crazy categories out there. It's like I don't Eli think was there's saying, nothing. Go ahead. They won't touch. Yeah. <laughs> well, when I saw the Cuphead speed run, I was blown away. So there's games like that where it's like from a casual standpoint, like seeing someone speedrun it like is ridiculous. I mean, you could even argue the same thing about like the FromSoft games where you play mm-hmm. through it once casually and you're like, there's no way that someone can, is going to beat this game in an hour. And then you're like, oh, yeah, it doesn't actually look that bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Well, those are still even crazy. I've watched some of those where they like know ex- like the exact buttons to press and what time they have. Like for the bosses, they know what attacks they can pull off in this the certain time frame, and I just thought that was so nuts. Like, mm-hmm. I did pretty good with like shrinking my play time to like four hours. Oh yeah, I, I mean... felt like just opening all the all the back doors and stuff, and like I think I died once or twice to probably the shadows. Um, but fuck, fuck that boss. <laughs> <laughs> but the. Uh... Like, just to go in and know, like, exactly, oh, light attack, light attack, heavy, uh, dodge, then you mm-hmm. dodge back in, and, like, know exactly the, it's like entering a cheat code, you know, up, down, left, <laughs> BA, and then the boss is done. Like, mm-hmm. I just thought that was so crazy. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of little things that go into the FromSoft speedruns, too, like, you know, m- uh, minimizing your amount of time, like, in the menus or at least like doing it at times it makes sense so if i'm climbing a ladder mm-hmm. that's when i'm going to change my armor or shit like that and uh mm-hmm. yeah it's it's pretty cool and like stamina management all those things that go into it that it's like casually playing through it you know i don't really even think about so i couldn't even beat the first level in bloodborne i think i got into like what the sewers or something after mm-hmm. like four hours no, we find and that big like, pig down there. <laughs> I don't even think I got that. Far. As soon as I got in there, I pretty much died to like the first enemy I think I encountered. Yeah. But like those guys, they just run the whole game in their underwear with like yeah. the sword you start out with, and I, I yeah, that, with the torch. <laughs> yeah, that that stuff is amazing to me. Yeah, it's pretty wild for sure. Very cool. Yeah, running an RPG is definitely different than running like a like a structured linear game. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah there's no so you don't have choices to change your character in goldeneye yeah. you just everyone plays on the same field there there's no extra you know stuff around that mm-hmm. i think that's pretty cool though that makes it more mm-hmm. fair oh yeah definitely definitely it's just run to the end as far as mechanics <laughs> go yeah do all the objectives and run to the end mm-hmm. and don't die <laughs> yeah well it's just kind of cool as a general philosophy that like I got into competitive Halo for a while, and I'm I follow certain esports and stuff, and so it's like it's interesting to see ways that you can make the single player aspects of games competitive, and I think speedrunning and trophies both accomplish that to some degree. 
just yeah, it's cool to see more options for people and how they play their games. Very cool, very cool. Yeah. Anything else you guys wanted to touch on here in this in the speedrunning segment? Hopefully, the listeners, you all have been enjoying this. It's pretty pretty cool insight for me. I've uh, I've never known anyone who speedruns before before be down. So very very cool and very happy to pick your brain about some stuff. Yeah, anytime. You should give it a shot. <laughs> Maybe I will. Maybe I will. <laughs> Try that Halo Halo speed run. Hey, you got that PS One? Get some PS One. Yeah, uh, speed runs going. I do have Resident Evil Two for the PS One right now. I could give that the old college try, but I want to get a, a different TV to play it on because it looks fucking weird plugging it into. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what, like you want to get an old CRT or what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna invest like hundreds of dollars into this hobby. I'll try two runs and be like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> So. You don't want that PS1 on 4K? <laughs> no, I, that's how I started playing that game. Because the goal originally was to play through that before RE2 Remake came out. And then mm. I just kind of fell off. I don't know. I probably got like an hour or something into it. And I was like, you know, I can just wait. I'll play the new one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Sure. But, yeah. Well, thanks for joining us, Ben. I know you're going to hang out for a bit and stuff. And obviously, you're with Eli for the holidays. So, we'll be hearing from you, yeah. I'm sure, in the in the future and stuff. But um before you uh before you go i mean I, again i know you're gonna hang out and and listen and stuff but where can people find you at if you wanted to pimp out your socials and stuff and if people were interested uh, in golden eye speed runs where should they look that kind of thing i do have a twitch which i almost never use but you can find me on twitch at a b down 08 zero that's a zero eight okay. um i'm more active in the the elite community um which is the the golden eye and perfect dark speed running community it's a bit of an outlier like because it's so old it, it was kind of born in a time before like speedrun.com existed or any unified stuff like that so like we have our own ranking system or there's our own you know our own forums and our own discord server which is pretty active and and has been kind of booming this year i think the pandemic has kind of gotten some old players have made returns that haven't played in years and some new a lot of new players have joined as well so it's a really active uh, community right now oh that's cool um, but yeah i'm in there a lot um and on the forum sometimes as well. Very good. Well, yeah, and if you're in the Discord community for Trophy Talk, you'll see me down in there from time to time too. So, you know, you can interact yep. with yeah, me Yeah, be down on Discord. Yep. Very good. Well, thank you for your time and uh, for joining us. That was pretty awesome. Anytime. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. All right. So uh, with that, let's go ahead. We'll get into, you know, the more kind of normal run of the show. Like we said, we do have a bit of a, a longer segment to do at the end. Um, regarding our trophy hunt of the year as we're coming up on the end of 2020 thank god uh so before we get into that let's kind of jump into what we've been playing and the trophy hunting progress we've been making over the last few weeks so does anyone have a a strong inclination to share first yeah i'll go ahead okay um i haven't really been playing a whole much you son of a bitch i (laughs) (laughs) I just want to get it out of the way i have not been playing but uh I did play a little bit of Little Nightmares before I boxed up my PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I on I'm on the second DLC. Oh, um, okay. I didn't know you yeah. were just replaying the main game again. So you're doing the DLCs. Yeah, I'm going for the hundred percent on that game. That's right. So okay. I hundred percented one of three DLCs. I was starting the second one. I didn't get to finish it. Um had to pack it up unfortunately. But whenever I do have everything set up at my place, uh, I'm probably going to go back to it and play it again. Hell yeah. That's good Should that you're done so a... motivated to do it. Sorry, go ahead. 
I was just going to say, you should have done a speed round to see how fast you can get your PlayStation <laughs> from your old apartment to your new place. Yeah. <laughs> there you so, go. I've been running. <laughs> yeah, that was insane. Like, I think that was the fastest move I've ever done. And, uh, yeah, I'll probably <laughs> did that in, like, three hours, I think. Damn, I dude. I was hustling. That's, yeah. a, that's an IRL speed run, for sure. Maybe we can... <laughs> <laughs> I should probably start like a moving speed run channel. You should do it. <laughs> Stream it on like, yeah, exactly. What's the situation now with your internet? We talked a little bit about it over the last couple of days, but are you still waiting on the AT&T, is it, to get set back up at your new place or? Yeah, I'm supposed to get set up next Tuesday. Okay. But, um, I'm not officially moved out of my place until tomorrow, so I still have internet running here. So I'm just doing the recording from here until then. Um, yeah, I've been having to come back and forth to do so many things here at this place. Yeah, that's kind of a bummer. <laughs> it is. But, Optimize your route over? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you should have just brought your PlayStation, set it up on the floor in the kitchen, okay, and just kind of <laughs> sit there with a beanbag and some coffee, some eggnog, and go at it. It's funny. I'm thinking on it now. Like, everything in this week so far has been focus on speed running and i had no idea about it it's just <laughs> life finds a way my friend <laughs> it does yep very cool so that's the plan then you're going to return to little nightmares once you've gotten everything set up again did you see that there was a demo for little nightmares 2 i did check i did see that but mm -hmm. i'm trying to stay away from anything uh related to that game because i don't want to like ruin anything for myself yeah, um, I I'm, I actually like Little Nightmares more than I initially thought I would. Yeah. So I just want to stay from any news about it. I have seen some pictures on like enemies and things like that. Yep. But um, yeah, I just want to keep that out of my mind for now until it actually comes out. Sure. That's a good call. And uh, yeah, like we said at the beginning of the show, you know, we do have a couple weeks here for most of us um, off from work, so that'll be a good time to hopefully continue to play some stuff and you know look into other games we're interested in and yeah it'll be good all right so little nightmares for daryl eli what about you what have you been jamming out on besides pretty busy except for contrary. let me just really quickly say uh slugger a member of our discord community we were talking last night and he looked up how much time you have in rocket league oh no and that is absurd because no. what is it it's almost 150 hours what mm-hmm Wow. I wonder if it's counting the time it's run when I'm not on. Oh, I'm sure it because is. That, I'm sure it is. Yeah. I don't know. I got the platinum in like 50 hours for that game. So you're like at three times that. <laughs> you already have the platinum, I know, but it's just just to throw it out there. So anyway, go ahead. What have you been jamming on? Well, I guess I'll kick it off with Rocket League then, speaking <laughs> of Rocket League. But they released uh, Season 2 and the winter update with the limited time mode, uh, which basically just fixed the snow day anybody's ever played that mm -hmm. with the, the hockey puck so what did they change you, in that? you just slide it across the wall and then have someone from the back come and slam it into the goal mm -hmm. but so now it's on throwback stadium where the goals are more like a hockey rink where you can go around the back oh. so it's uh it's more like more uh it's more like hockey that's cool yeah so that was that's pretty cool update i'm not a fan of the season two which is actually like, I don't know, season 14 or something like that. But it's right. season two now. 
Season two cool. of the free yeah. launch of the game. Except it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but it's like a DJ theme. So I'm kind of like, meh. I haven't even done all my placements yet. I'm just like chilling, trying to chill a little bit. Right. Well, how uh, are you doing in regards with the uh, the uh, DLC trophies for that game? I, well, I'm a little upset because there's that metaverse I talked about last time I can't get. Mm-hmm. So um at the same place i was last episode all i right. just need to do the dunk one and the drop shot goals and then the aerial on aquadome okay so you're almost yeah. there still yep yeah but everybody's releasing all these winter updates so i also had to go back and in- install killing floor 2 because they have a winter update and of course with that comes a trophy Hell and yeah. i gotta, gotta keep up to date with that can we and, expect uh, a guide soon for that so in typical KF2 fashion, it was a very lackluster uh, update. Okay. They pretty they used the same skins as last year. If like they look exactly the same to me, I'm not I'm not the expert to tell if the jingle bells on the the Klotz shirt are in the same position, but they look pretty much exactly the same <laughs> for the character skins. And then there, so for this update, there was a just a new map, and then obviously the skins. But so there was no uh, and there was no collectibles on this map. Okay. So there was not a collectibles trophy. Um, but this map just transport after so many waves, you would get transported to like a new battleground, basically. Okay. For the next wave, and so they asked you for the trophy to play on endless mode and get to wave fifteen on hard mode or higher. Um, Sounds pretty difficult, I would say. Yeah, I used to be able to play it like suicidal solo, but uh, you know, but you're washed not up. playing it. What? You're washed up now. I'm washed up, so I did it on hard. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, the game is normal, hard, suicidal, and hell on earth. So there's no like, you know, it's just normal is the lowest. Right. Um. But yeah, so I ended up getting. To the fifteenth wave on my first try, I was like, "Oh yeah, dude, I'm, I still got it. I can do this." Mm-hmm. And literally, with the last like eighth of the boss's health, less than that probably, it's like a sixteenth of the health bar left, tiny little sliver. I, it, the the matriarch grabbed me and uh, you know, swallowed me up and sucked the life out of me. I was, uh, yeah. <laughs> Suck the eggnog right out of me. There you go. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm going to hurl. Yeah, I was super pissed. Skrillis was there. Uh, He can vouch for my rage and disappointment. But second time's a charm. Yep. Got that knocked out. Nice. It wasn't too bad. Not on hard. Well, I would assume if the first try you got that close that, yeah, it shouldn't be too bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh... Like I said, I was I've been busy because mm-hmm. I also got the Rogue Company Platinum. Oh, yeah, dude, nice. very Finally. good. The uh, they put that limited time mode. Everyone's got limited modes right now. It's the uh, the season to uh, hand out limited time modes, I guess. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so uh, that arms race was actually really fun, and it was really good for wins. And it was like five minute rounds, not even. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, Apologies to the listeners, but it's over. But hopefully, yeah, you so got some good if you're games in there. For wins, it's no longer a thing. The thing with Roco yeah. is their modes are always like two days. 
Like it's mm. it's like a weekend basically. They don't really keep them around for very long. So if you find a, yeah. a good opportunity to get some wins, go for it. Yep. Ch- drop everything else. Yeah. Get on that. Mm-hmm. Call out of work. Stay home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's finally crossed off. But we're still playing it to help uh, help yeah. you out and some other folks get their wins. Yeah, I'll interject here really quickly just so I don't have to double up on it when I talk mm-hmm. about my stuff. So I've encountered, as is typical fashion for me, another glitched trophy, which is the glitched... Uh, so it's a trophy for getting a win with eight different rogues. So before I bought my eighth rogue, I had seven wins, right, with seven different rogues, and the game had tracked that accurately. I then bought Lancer, won three games with her, nothing popped. So then I got Seagrid, the new rogue, won three games with her and nothing has still popped so it's just broken Um, for me and it's not updating my progress at all i tried deleting the game reinstalling it nothing so it's a it's broken on the like game side like they'll have to patch Mm -hmm. it and uh it's kind of pissed me off because i'm at 93 wins now out of 100 so i would be able to get the platinum like today basically uh if that wasn't glitched so a bit of a bummer yeah i wonder if the secret update kind of screwed things up well i'm sure it did but like i'm wondering because she's a character and you can get her for free on playstation yep with your uh if you're on playstation plus which you need to be to play this game anyway so right (laughs) but you get you can get her for free so i don't know if they had some they tried to put in some stipulation where she didn't count and it kind of bugged everything else out but yeah it's weird because you know how you can go to your like statistics page and it'll tell you like your total play time broken down by character your total kills etc (laughs) etc That page is actually broken and will only show you your time, but like all the other little mini tabs in that menu, you can't even scroll down to them anymore. So there's something broken on their just general stat tracking right now, um, which is making me nervous uh... for the 100 wins because it is keeping track so far, but like, is that going to continue? Like, I don't know. So. So they last time they made that shitty uh, limited game mode. So now they make a good game mode, but they break the rest of their game. Right. Exactly. I do have a suggestion. Maybe by glitch, win around with him, and maybe the trophy will pop then. Okay. What makes you say that, as opposed to, like, Lancer or Seagrid? So the three I have so far are Scorch, Lancer, and Seagrid, plus the six originals. So I've I've won with nine rogues. Maybe glitch will fix the glitch. Oh, I see what you're doing there, buddy. Okay, okay. The problem is now I've spent all my rogue company like points on. Reps. Yeah, I, like I've, I'm out of my rep points now because I, I fucking bought Lancer, so now I need to save up again for another uh, rogue. Although you do get 500 uh, rogue coins with the the free Seagrid download, so I'm yeah, it's not enough to buy someone though, so you still got to spend some money if you, you want. Probably like 600, and they then are. the lowest pack is like twenty dollars. Yep. So no, exactly. They still want you to spend like five or ten bucks. Like you son of a bitch. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry, that's all I got to say on Roko. I'm I'm enjoying it, but I'm hoping to have that glitch fixed or patched out soon, and then I'll have the platinum in the next couple of days, basically. Yeah, nice. Or you gonna are you gonna take a pause here, and make sure it doesn't glitch, or I guess at some point you got to find out if it's broken or not. Well, you seem thing, to be the tester for that. <laughs> the stats page is broken, right? But it is in the like achievement tab or like the in-game achievement tab. It is tracking my wins properly, so I'm hoping that that one will not be glitched. So at okay. some point, I'll probably just have to turn the game back on, win a game with either Lancer or Seagrid, and then uh, go from mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Nice. Cool. 
Yeah, I'm still playing your favorite game of all time. One of your favorite games of all time. Diablo and 3. I finally made some progress. Yeah, mm -hmm. I finished Act 1. Oh, uh, very good. I, I killed the Butcher and, uh, you know, not realizing that all you had to do to get to Act 1 was literally just talk to the guy after you killed the Butcher. So, like, I didn't have that trophy for a while, which was pretty funny. Oh, the guy that has the big exclamation point above his head that says to talk to him? Yeah, I was like, oh, I need a break. I'll wait. It's like, go to this place. And I was like, I don't want to go to that place yet. Like, I need a, no, you know. I'm just, I'm I thought there was another extremely long quest. Because mm -hmm. their quests do, like, they take a, you know, a decent chunk of time. Like, I feel like yeah. you need a good, a solid hour at least to make some progress in that game. Mm -hmm. Or, like, get to the next checkpoint. So, yeah. Um, once you've made it to the next, like, save point, it's not too bad. Or whatever they call that, the waypoint. Yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, if you're trying to make some progress, have some time on hand. <laughs> well, and it's definitely you're playing it single player, which is good to do, obviously, to get the story and everything. But if you're playing that with like three, four people, you'll be jamming through that game a lot quicker. And but then on, yeah, I'm glad I, I want to make though. a. Yeah, it's fun. I like. I do like those cutscenes. They're pretty sweet. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Though I learned my lesson not being in party chat when they come up. Yeah, <laughs> when I play with my buddies, that's uh, one of them is like really into the story for that game, and he always gets annoyed because me and the other guy are just like chatting during the cutscenes because we're like, ah, whatever, we've seen it like, you know, fifteen times. You know, and he's like, guys, I'm trying to listen. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. That's pretty much it. But I did want to just shout out Warframe. I've been playing that on on a uh, PC, on my laptop. Um, because I started it way back. When I bought the PS4 in 2015, mm -hmm. I was a late bloomer. And it was decent, but it didn't really hold your hand. So I kind of, and I had other things. To, I think that's when Shadow of Mordor kind of took over. Mm -hmm. um, and then I had a son, and that took over. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's going like to do. They do. Yeah. <laughs> Tends to happen. The, uh, the PlayStation only has like 16 trophies on the PS4. But there, you know, there is no platinum. The Steam achievements, there are 193 Steam achievements. Just a bit excessive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the PlayStation trophies, the 16 for the main game, won't take that long. But since there are there are all the DLCs trophy lists, which aren't like actual DLCs, it's just like the ever-expanding world. Right. Uh, that is Warframe. But... Since you know, since you're going for a hundred percent most likely, and that'll take you like closer to like two hundred plus hours. I've seen like the one fifty, and then I've seen like three hundred hours. So kind of split the difference. But I I'm also not sure. I didn't read through all the uh, the DLC trophies. Uh, but my friend on PC has over two thousand hours, and he's only has seventy two percent with one hundred and thirty nine out of the 193 on steam jesus Christ. That's, yeah that's wild i mean this is yeah this is the problem with these like games as a service style games and trying to marry them with trophy hunting is they never end and they constantly yeah. just like yeah yeah so that's tough if Warframe had, if it had a platinum it'd be different for me because you can kind of like oh i got that mm -hmm. but when you you know there's no platinum it you're just sitting at 50 percent and nothing to show for it yeah so that's a good point well i think you're wise to be playing it on pc then exactly yep <laughs> that's why i'm doing it yeah for sure <laughs>
That's cool. Yeah, that's, that's I've, I've not tried that game still. I need to try it at some point. We've talked about it really, multiple times. You should try it on PC because it is free. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm really enjoying it on PC because I'm a PC noob. And you can pretty much just E, e is attack. So like you can just like walk forward with W and tap E and then swing your mouse like back and forth so you turn around and you so you're just whacking whatever's like around you. Like I have no idea what's going on, but I'm whacking stuff and it's falling over. So I'm winning. Yep. There you doing go. it right. You're, you're Charlie cool Sheen. Winning. <laughs> yeah. Nice. But yeah. Very it's, cool. It's fun. Yeah. No, it's, it does sound cool. It does look cool. I I need to check it out. Like we've said, like I know it had a bit of a redemption story over the last few years as well, where it launched to like kind of meh discussions and then it's like slowly like kicked it up and become a really solid game. So it's worth Mm -hmm. checking out. Definitely. Yeah. Very nice. But yeah, that's about it for me. Okay. Uh, It's wrapping up, wrapping up the PC build that didn't go very well for me. Mm -hmm. So I'm still playing Warframe at like, I don't know, 20 frames. Well, do you have aspirations for a, a particular game over these, this two-week period here that you're going to try to jump into with PlayStation or undecided at this point? Uh, Maybe just Diablo? I'm kinda, yeah, I'm chilling on Rocket League, kind of practicing and dabbling, and then maybe Diablo. I don't know. We got a lot of hollow stuff. Like, these, this break isn't really quite a break. No, I know. Or it's not like, it's not like oh, I got two weeks to play games. There's a lot of fun family activities yep. that we'll be doing. So For sure. No, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Good point. All right. Um, so let's see. I talked about Rogue Company already for myself. Um, the other big game I've been jumping into and playing is Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, I'm currently sitting at about a 53%, I believe, on the completion there. And my save file is at like a 75% completion. So it's just because a couple gold trophies pop at like the end of the game. And that's going to really jump your percentage up quite a bit. I got a couple more like miscellaneous activities to do. But um, thus far, I've been really enjoying the game. I know it's supposed to be, you know, a bit of a shorter experience. It's kind of like an interstitial between Spider-Man 1 and what will be the second full-on sequel on PS5. But it doesn't really feel that way at all. And there's still just as much to do in the game, in my opinion, as there was in the first one. It just basically trims the fat in all the areas that you'd want it to be slimmed back. So, for example... Um, in the first Spider-Man, there was a, a bunch of sequences where you would play as Peter Parker in a lab doing these like little puzzles and stuff like that. And they've taken pretty much all of that out. You know, you do play as Miles, um, not as like the Spider-Man Miles for a couple different scenes in the game. But it's relatively quick and, you know, maybe five minutes or less and then you're back to the action again. And uh, the other annoying thing that was in the first game that they fixed is the crime system. So Slugger, I think, talked to us a little bit about this already, but essentially you would have to go through and swing through these different districts and neighborhoods in New York until a random crime would occur, and you would need to complete it. And to get a trophy, you had to do all the crimes in the city. There's like, I don't know, 12 or 15 different types. And now Un- what it is... Undo all the crimes? No, you... do all the crimes? Oh, that's right. You'd have to undo them. <laughs> Good call. Good call. <laughs> But yeah, in the new one in Miles, all that all you have to do is you have an app in game. <laughs> so you like open your Spider-Man app in the game and it shows you oh. where a bunch of these crimes are occurring and you can just track them and then mm. go find the one that you need. So I I used to have an app like that when I lived in Stockton. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, there was a crime watch thing and there was like you could see where people were murdered all over the place. 
Oh, that's, there. that's was, a little, little more morbid than what's going on in this game, but it's still that was right accompanied. Yet. It was accompanied by my Zillow app when we were trying to find places. We also opened that app to make sure someone wasn't <laughs> murdered at the house we were looking at. You did side by side comparison, <laughs> overlay the two. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, that's funny. But yeah, in, in terms of a trophy list, it's really very similar to the first Spider-Man. There's a couple miscellaneous combat trophies that are not going to give you a lot of trouble. Um, unlock all of your suits, basically 100% the map, so do all the side activities, find all the collectibles, stuff like that. And uh, the collectibles are enticing to get because they give you little snippets of backstory, and they give you points to spend on unlocking the suits. So really everything feels like you're making overall progress towards the same goal. Uh, which I really like, and the you know the graphics obviously are great. I'm playing it on PS4, even though it, it you can play it on PS5 natively, and uh, I'm having I'm having no issues with it whatsoever with loading or glitches or anything like that. What I will say that's kind of frustrating is the first Spider-Man game had a DLC trophy that was basically just to beat the game on New Game Plus on the harder difficulty that they added, and this game requires you to play new game plus for the base platinum list so um it's a bronze trophy to beat the game on new game plus and there's two gold trophies one of them is for unlocking all the suits in the game and one is for unlocking all the skills in the game and both of those you cannot do until new game plus like certain skills are tied to your new game plus playthrough and one of the suits is tied to your new game plus playthrough so basically you know you like your percentage is going to be pretty low until you do that run. Um, so that's a little they, frustrating, but whatever. They don't ask for the difficulty in this one, or do they? No, you can play it okay. new game plus on super easy and just mm. blast through the story. So that's kind of my plan is I'm 100%ing the map right now, getting all that stuff done, all the side missions, all the collectibles. So then when I hop into new game plus, I'm just going to mainline the story. And I've heard it takes like three to four hours to do that. So, um, not too bad. Yeah, that's been a lot of fun. I really recommend it. Like, you know, in 2018, Spider-Man was probably my game of the year over God of War. So, you know, no surprise that this game is, like, really high up on my my games of the year this year in terms of what I'd recommend people play. So, check mm -hmm. it out, for sure. And don't, you know, if you're worried about, like, oh, I don't have PS5 yet, is it going to still be a good game and good experience? Yes, it's totally fine. I'm running it on base PS4, not even PS4 Pro. So, And um, then the last thing I'll talk about briefly, and I'll have more to say on it when we come back in the new year, is uh, I've been playing Resident Evil HD Remake. Really just kind of happened randomly. You know, we had talked about doing a race just kind of internally in the Discord for this game. A few people were interested. And so Skrillis, a uh, Discord member, started playing it. And uh, that really incentivized me to, like, re-download the game and start playing it again. Because as much as it's, you know, it's on my top five games of all time, uh, I don't have the platinum in it, and I don't even have that high of a trophy list completion. So I was like, screw it, I'm just going to do it. And uh, yeah, I'm already more than halfway through the game on my Chris normal run, and been popping a few bronze trophies here or there, and really enjoying it. So yeah, it's just been fun to be playing a game at the same time as someone else in the community, and just kind of hang out in the party chat and talk while you're problem solving and like you know you can tell each other like oh there's an herb over in this room maybe you didn't get it or like there's an ammo clip over here like you know stuff like that so it's a lot of fun and um i'll have more to say in a couple weeks but that's about it yeah that's really fun yep so if cool. anyone wants to, to play that game and join in the discussion you know feel free to download it and give it a try i think it was on sale for really cheap 
not too long ago for like five bucks or something. So hopefully you picked it up then and are enjoying. All right. Very good. So that, I think, catches us up on what we've been playing. It's time to get into sort of the, the main thing here for the show um, for episode 22. So thanks again for everyone who's listening, and uh, hopefully you guys are enjoying the discussion so far. We're going to cap the year off with uh, what we're calling our Trophy Hunt of the Year. So coming up again on the end of 2020, we're not going to have another episode out this year. So this is kind of our summation of our year in trophy hunting, and I think I can speak for all of us in that I've paid way more attention to trophies and gotten more Platinums this year than every other year. Um, last year I was getting pretty into it, but this year really with the start of the show and everything that's come with that, it's been really awesome to see how much we've played and how many Platinums we've all gotten. So yeah, basically what I, what I figured we would do is kind of do um, our top three. This is maybe a little bit up for debate, but you know, like the bronze, silver, and gold medal, so to speak, of our favorite games we have trophy hunted in this year. The caveat I gave myself, which you guys do not have to abide by in your list, is that um, I had to have gotten the Platinum as of right now. So Rogue Company and Miles Morales are not eligible for me. Uh, I was hoping mm -hmm. they would be, but they are not. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Does that sound good to you guys? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I created a little caveat for myself as well, where I picked games that i had to have started this year as well okay that's because like point. i would have picked like i had the top three that i hadn't started this year would be god of war bloodborne and killing floor two would be my top three but none of i didn't start those this year i started those last year and got the platinums this year okay that is interesting yeah that really only disqualifies me for one of my games and it's I started a game in like the week after Christmas and finished it in early January of this year. So it's kind of, it's pretty close. It's not That's like I'm like, close. yeah. Yeah. I took it like, I started Bloodborne probably like, I don't know, July last, like the year prior. <laughs> yeah. And then picked it back up. <laughs> For sure. You know? Yeah. So. Okay. Very good. Well, do we want to, let's just kind of go around and we'll do our third place game each. So who wants to go first for their third place? Why don't we keep it the same order? Okay, Daryl. Daryl, you're up. Then you've been volunteered. Sounds good. Uh, uh, my third place bronze game will be Little Nightmares. Mm. Well, doesn't have a platinum, but that was the one that I enjoyed the most trophy hunting for. You hundred percent it. it did. Yep. Almost, I did hundred percent the base game, the yeah. DLCs. I have not done yet, but I did hundred percent it. I think I liked that game a lot because the story was really cool. It did have that feed run permadeath trophy tied to the trophy list. So it was really cool. You know, we, we talked about speed runs and that was like one of the games where um, I found a lot of different ways to maximize my time in the game. And um, it, it was fun. I definitely had a blast with it. So it's my third pick um, as far as trophy hunts of the year goes for me. That's really cool. Uh, that one of the newer games you played <laughs> and it's come up that mm -hmm. much. Yeah. Very nice. Mm -hmm. All right, for me, I picked Battlefield One. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, first maybe, veteran game maybe, or whatever. First, yeah, maybe because it's uh, it's still my my shooter hard hard campaign V card. So you know, maybe it's got a little soft spot. But I did hype up the list and uh, 
you know, talked about how great it was formatted and um, it wasn't, didn't ask too much besides like the hard run and all the challenges. Mm -hmm. But I also had Call of Duty Ghosts complete this year and I, you know, I kind of debated between those two. But uh, I think just all around the Battlefield list was written nicer and easier to understand. And yeah, it was good. That, that's all I got to say about that. Okay. Very good. You can watch my YouTube videos for that one, too, if you want to know <laughs> more. All right, so we got Little Nightmares and is getting the bronze for Daryl. We got Battlefield 1 getting the bronze medal for Eli. Uh, my third place game is actually going to go to Resident Evil 5, which I uh, completed on July 22nd of this year. It's sitting at a 3.7% for the Platinum. And, uh, yeah, I had a really awesome time playing this game co-op for the entirety of it with my best friend from high school. And we played it back in high school, and you guys probably know this from listening to the previous episodes, but it's, you know, one of my top Resident Evil games, and I not completed it back in the day on 360, so getting it again and playing through it co-op, you know, with a, with a buddy and getting to relive all that while being able to trophy hunt was just a, a pretty awesome experience. And there is some grinding involved in the list, but if you're enjoying the levels and, you know... You, it resonates with you enough. It it doesn't really feel like it's too difficult or too obnoxious to obtain. So I had fun the whole time. Bronze medals going to Resident Evil Five. Daryl, what you got for your silver? For silver, <clears throat> excuse me. For silver, I have Outlast Two. Oh, my pick. another horror game. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a that was a tough one. And I like the story a lot in that game. I played Outlast 1, and uh, it had a really easy trophy list. Half of it was pretty easy. The other half was a little bit more challenging. But that's what I like um, mm-hmm. from my game sometimes, uh, challenging tasks at hand. So there are a couple of trophies that are pretty hard. And there was a few times playing that game where I wasn't even sure if I would be able to get it. But I persevered, got the trophy. And that's the reason why I chose that as my silver game for 2020. That's a hard list, I think. I think, I mean, in my opinion, that that list is really tough. So, congrats again on that. That was a crazy game. Yeah, it was pretty tough, but yeah, just gotta gotta have the will to get through some of those tough times, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Good choice, though. And thus far, I will just say we have out of the four games named, we have uh, three horror games. So, pretty interesting. Go ahead, Eli, with your silver. Uh, so my silver for this year was good old 150-hour Rocket League, baby. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's an extremely fun game for me, at least. And, uh, like, enjoying the learning curve and getting better at the mechanics. But, again, the list is... Uh, a very obtainable one, especially for the Platinum. Yep. And if you're, like, super, you know, it gives you choices. Like, I went for everything as legit as possible, but there's an also easy cheeses for them. So you get stuck on something, you can cheese it. You want to cheese the whole list, you can. You want a challenge like Daryl, you can go for it legit. Yep. So, um, good lit. Sorry, I dropped my coffee cup. (laughs) That's all right. Was it full? (laughs) Did you get coffee everywhere? (laughs) <laughs> no. Okay, good. Uh, good. 
but the yeah i forget what i was talking about oh yeah rocket league rocket league duh so yeah it's just a you know great list and a great game it is a so really good game. silver rank for me yep it's a really good game and i i would say that a lot of these like for myself too would get bumped up if it was like stuff i got to play with friends and you guys and the community you know that always makes the experience a lot more enjoyable in my opinion so yep that's a solid choice so Rocket League, currently sitting at a 3.1% on the Platinum for the... This is on the app, not on PSN Profiles. So good stuff there, yeah. sir. Good stuff. So my Silver was actually probably the hardest decision to make because um, there's a few games that are like really close for me here. And um, I ended up giving it to Control. So I got the Platinum Control on May 22nd of this year, and it's sitting at a 6.5% Plat on the app. and really wanted to give it to this game because it's similar to other games i've played this year and that it's like third person exploration action but really the setting and the plot for this game is so unique and different than anything else i played that it stuck out to me in my mind as a, a really like enjoyable and different experience than what you're going to get in most games you play um, on top of that i really liked how there was you know the tie-in to the alan wake universe that was really subtle that you could find if you really looked for it a lot of really interesting collectibles to read, um, and I liked how the list was very obtainable, and also you didn't require you to get every collectible, just a majority of them. So doing that thing where it's like, there's maybe 300 letters to find in the game, you need to find 200 for the trophy. You know, that's like a nice compromise, I think, than from making people hunt down every single thing that exists. And yeah, there's a particular segment of that game um, you know, the ashtray maze that Eli and I both were pretty blown away by. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what Remedy is going to do next. Is it going to be Alan Wake 2? Is it going to be Control 2? I'm not sure. Um, and I still have not played the DLCs for this game. But uh, maybe at some point I'll hop into them. But yeah, overall, you know, really enjoyable list. And it was fun to get to play it at the same time as Eli to kind of compare and contrast our situation. Mm -hmm. So Silver Medal for me goes to Control. Nice. Yep. All right, Daryl, what do you got for your gold? What's your best? All right. For my gold trophy, uh, this game has a special place in my heart because I've always been a big fan of it. Uh, the gold trophy game for me is Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, this one, I played it for the very first time this year. The other two games I mentioned, I played it years before and just happened to beat it this time but Assassin's Creed Syndicate I started it this year for the very first time mm -hmm. the story was really good um, I love open world games so this game was you know a really good game for me to enjoy trophy list is very easy to get um, yeah I really enjoyed it and it, it has me hyped to play the other Assassin's Creed games that came after it um, it is a little bummer that the game didn't really get a whole lot of attention just because of what unity came out you know it had mm -hmm. a lot of glitches and bugs but uh for people who are on the fence about this game i would definitely recommend playing it it is a really good game and uh, yeah had an absolute blast with it well and it's also the last of that old school style for assassin's creed right I believe so. Where it's stealth focused and you know there's animus fragments and shit like that like at least from my memory um, I think cause after Syndicate, we went into Origins. Like, the series took a couple-year break because I don't think Syndicate performed as well as they wanted it to. 
and then yeah we came back and we got origins and then odyssey and now valhalla obviously so this is kind of the last of its breed if you if people are interested in checking it out mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to kind of jump into the new breed to see what is different from the older generation yeah so, i'm excited, excited for you to, to play some of those for sure all right, so gold medal for Daryl is going to Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Pretty good varied uh, list there, sir, for your three. Very nice. All right, Eli, what do you got? Top game. Yeah. Top trophy uh, of the year. So before, I, before I call out my gold, I wanted to give a, a little sh- like uh, honorable mention to uh, the short, cheap platinum uh, category here for Iron Snout. Oh, yeah, there you go. Uh, that's a pretty, it's a super easy one and short, but it was really fun beating up wolves <laughs> as, as a pig. You know, it was mm-hmm. just a comical and a good time. So good arcade fun. Yeah, definitely. It's a nice shout out there. Nice mm-hmm. shout out. So I'm kind of curious at what your gold will be because my gold was control. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know. As I mean, you pretty much said it all. It's a great list, uh, with the collectibles being super easy to obtain. Um, you don't have to do anything extra special. Is kind of just play it and make sure you enjoy the hell out of the ashtray maze. Oh, yeah. And you know, that's it. Yeah, it's a good list and an extremely good game. Uh, the only complaint I have is you know play it on a pro or. Uh, they might even slow down too, but uh, I think there the is a PS5 edition coming that. with like all yeah, the wait DLC. For mm-hmm. Wait for that. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm tempted to play it again on there with the DLCs, just because it mm-hmm. was so fun. Yeah, it wasn't that long. It was, you know, respected your time. There's a couple boss fights that can give you a run for your money, mm-hmm. which you know is a good thing. You don't want to walk all over the platinum. Yep. So. Yep. It's great. Absolutely, sir. All right. So we got Battlefield. Wait, no. So what do you have? You had Battlefield, Control, and what? I'm missing one. And Rocket League. Battlefield 1, Rocket League, and Control. Okay. Battlefield 1, Rocket League, and Control. Daryl had Little Nightmares, Outlast 2, and Assassin's Creed Syndicate. I had RE5, Control, and my gold is actually going to go to, no surprise here, I don't think, Resident Evil 3 Remake. Um, mm. It was, you know, I've never played the original game, and so getting to experience it for the first time from a story perspective was really cool. And a lot of the complaints about the game were overshadowed for me just because they were things that I thought were actually benefits, like a relatively short story and uh, some changes to the canon that never really affected me in the first place. So... I got the Platinum for this game on May 1st of this year, and it's sitting in 8.8% in the app. Um, the list is very grindy in the sense that you have to play through the game. I, don't know, I think I played through it nine times or something like that. And you have to achieve S ranks on multiple different difficulties, um, You know, get a bunch of different in-game collectibles and kills done so that you can unlock the infinite rocket launcher, stuff like that. But overall, Resident Evil lists, I, I think, are a thing of beauty once you kind of wrap your mind around them and understand what they're trying to get you to do. So if you're the person who likes to perfect segments of the game in almost a speedrunning kind of way, like alluding to what we were talking about earlier, like, you know, I basically had to speedrun this game. And by the end of it, I could beat it in like a little more than an hour. 
which was pretty incredible. Um, so, yeah, Resident Evil 3 Remake had great visuals, um, great, pre- you know, great presentation, good sound design, and just awesome Resident Evil game if you're looking for a modernized one. And it has the best version of Jill, I think, that the series has ever seen. So, as yep. far as? As far as, like, her character portrayal. Um, character? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think she looked better, you know, she's hotter in the older games, but she, but her physical, like, her, like, characteristics and stuff here is, is really good. Um, okay. Yeah, and my honorable shout-out is actually going to go to um, Perils of Baking, as far as, like, a shorter okay. Platinum. Uh, I really liked that game as well, and really yeah. excited to see what's coming up with Hybroxia 2 in the early 2021 time frame. I'm a little scared of that. Yeah, looks more involved. You want a little nuts with Brick Breaker. <laughs> Twin Breaker, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Which uh also there's uh yeah, there's the, I'll be getting hopefully one more platinum before the end of the year and it will be the uh another brick breaker I had gotten to compare those. So mm-hmm. you know, stay tuned. Yep. To get the real update on whether Twin Breaker is a good brick breaker or not. We need some comparison here. Yeah, that'll be cool. I'll be interested to hear that. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm hoping to get two more plats this year with Rogue Company and Miles Morales. Um, I think both of those are definitely obtainable, assuming the glitch rock or Rogue Company thing comes together. But uh, yeah, all said and done, really interesting year. I think I don't know if you guys like put out a list or like wrote down everything. Um, I ended up getting 19 platinums so far this year, not including Rogue and Spider-Man. And uh, yeah, it was cool to just see kind of like the dates for the platinums because it turns out that May was like my most uh, my best trophy hunting month, I got five or... No, I got six Platinums in May. So that was pretty cool. What? Yeah, Resident Evil 3, COD War- Modern Warfare 2, Twin Breaker, Control, Perils of Baking, and Deadly Tower of Monsters were all in May. So Nice. Yeah. Jesus, Murphy. <laughs> but yeah, that was, uh, that was fun. So hopefully you, guys, uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed that little exercise there. Good year for trophies. Good year indeed. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, anything else you guys want to add there? Should we get into the kind of closing thoughts here? Uh, I vote on closing thoughts here. Closing thoughts here, indeed. All right. So, um, as with every end of the show, I'm going to give Eli and Daryl a little chance to promote themselves, pimp their socials, et cetera, et cetera. And I'll also remind everybody that, uh, you know, if you're not a part of the Discord community and family, definitely go over and check that out. Um, if you're, you know, not subscribed to us on Apple Podcasts, uh, go do that if you would like, um, or you can subscribe on SoundCloud. And you know, make sure to leave some comments and some ratings and reviews to help the show grow. And you know, tell your friends and family if they're gamers, trophy hunters, whatever. Um, we're uh, we're pretty welcoming of everybody. So hopefully, we'll continue to see you guys and hear from you guys going into 2021. That's about it for me. Go ahead, boys. I wanted to shout out again. The winter bundle for Trophy Talk merch is still going on. There you go. Um, you can find it at, uh, merch.streamelements.com forward slash narshredder13. And the shredder is spelled with one D. Uh, again, it's a smoking deal where the, the hoodies are normally $45, but you get a hoodie and a mug for 38, something like that. Mm-hmm. Very cheap, very cheap. Um, so check those out and... You can also find that link on my Twitch, our Shredder 13. Uh, and stay tuned for some Rocket League content on my YouTube. <laughs> and, you know, 
social media of choice, Instagram and Twitter. I'm on those. So come hang out, come chat it up in the discord and see you next year, folks. Indeed. Daryl, what about you, my friend? Yeah, you can catch me on Instagram, Twitch, at the Tall Samoan Guy. Definitely check out Eli's merch store because I myself bought the uh, Trophy Talk holiday sweatshirt, so I'm pretty excited to get that in. Uh, I told my wife that we should take a picture wearing our Trophy Talk gear in front of the new house, so definitely excited to put that up once that comes in on my Instagram page. Hell yeah. Very nice. And uh, real quickly, one last thing. Um, We've been alluding to some changes to the show and to the Discord and to a whole bunch of content and stuff like that moving forward. And I think what's going to happen is we're going to talk about that on the first episode of next year in more detail. Although if you are in the Discord, uh, maybe you'll get some info uh, slightly sooner than that. But um, yeah. Thank you for your patience, everybody. But things are coming together pretty pretty well right now. And uh, only a couple more weeks to wait, and some new things will be in store. So I appreciate everyone's patience. And, of course, thank you, everybody, for your time. We hope you enjoyed. Have a safe and happy holidays. Take care. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.